Hey, Nick. Good morning, Scott. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's morning here in Oklahoma City. Uh, overcast, cool. Autumn, a- autumn, autumn is here, Scott. It's, <laughs> it is here. Summer is officially in the. You know, you know those awkward few days after. It's technically autumn, but the outside is still summer. Yeah, and there and then there's always like that, you know. And we've talked about it on the show before, but there's always like Indian summer, mm-hmm, definitely, um, where there's just that week where it's just super hot again. But no, it's um, like no, I thought this was over. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely like a it's definitely like a Tim Burton movie outside. Yeah, and I like it because uh, this is this is the time of year when the 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 bees and hornets and shit all go away. Like all those things that can kill us. Yeah, all those things that I I'm like terrified of. They they all go away. There was there was a solid because right before they leave, there's this period of time uh, during that like awkward phase where it's like technically autumn, but it's and so it's starting to get cool, but it's it's not really cool yet. Yeah. Um, and you know, you'll just see them and they're everywhere and they're just losing their minds because they don't, <laughs> cause they don't want the world to end. So they're just like really aggressive and it, it doesn't seem fair to them that they have to die every year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, and, and, you know, and they're always in really annoying places. Like, like the, you know, you try to go take the garbage out and you like, you like throw a garbage bag into the garbage dumpster. And then like, all of a sudden just like fucking like two dozen bees and hornets and come out of the dumpster. Yeah. They're like, fuck you. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is our land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it's nice because now I can uh, I can throw my garbage away in peace. It's good. Yeah, man. I was taking out the garbage a couple nights ago, and just it wasn't even it wasn't even hurting me, so I didn't uh, I didn't mess with it. But it was just there. It was behind the dumpster in front of like our woodshed. Yeah, um, just the biggest effing spider I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's fun. Just yeah, they the don't biggest, they don't most... go away. They last a little bit longer than yeah yeah because they they always have that period of time where they like. <laughs> They're like, we're just gonna go ahead and uh, sneak inside, and please don't kill us. And yeah, there was um, we there was a spider in the winter. There was a spider in my bed sheets the other day. Ooh. When I was I was changing my bed sheets out, and it just fell out, and then I was like, this could have gone several different ways. <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah, uh, I guess it was time to change your bed sheets then. Yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, I do regularly change my bed sheets. That wasn't a, a remark on how often because like, I, I, I slept there hours before. Oh, okay. So you had a friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so weird that like summer, you know, if you just describe summer to like an alien, it really is just this horrifying nightmare season. Where, like, <laughs> everything's miserable and there's beasts everywhere. I've never, I've never understood the people who are like, yeah, I love summer. And I'm like, I do. Do you? I kind of envy them because the people that tend to love summer tend to be like the really well-adjusted, like, you know, it's like, I enjoyed the sunshine because it makes my, 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 my biology happy. But it's like the people that like fall, I fall because it's cold and miserable and I can drink coffee and I don't know. But But, but I I don't know, but we get joy out of that. So what's wrong with that? Oh, I get, I get a lot of joy. Dude, my uh, Zen place is walking out of like a movie theater in the winter with my friends like around Christmas and just getting blasted with like a rush of cold. Mm. And then I'm surrounded by like a city. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's like my, my, my moment of Zen. Oh always. yeah. That's the good stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. But, you know, right now it's autumn, which is uh, one of my favorite. I mean, dude, the stretch from like October to December is just my favorite time to be on Earth. Um, yeah. And it, you know, and it starts at all, you know, what kicks it off is uh, the Halloween season. Yeah. I yeah. Halloween. Oh, God, I love Halloween. It's uh, it's really great. I can't. I, I. That's the one thing that I hate about living in an apartment, though, is you never, you can't really get in the Halloween spirit in an apartment. No, <laughs> because no, part I, of it is, you know, part of it is like light decorations, not like overkill, but light decorations, and nobody trick or treats at apartments. You know, like you can't. Uh, kid, kids don't like parents don't take their kids around to apartment buildings to trick-or-treat you know <laughs> no, so you, you don't really get the 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 trick-or-treaters so like you don't get that fun part and it's, so it's yeah. just like kind of another day unfortunately like i really have to force myself to get into the halloween spirit living in an apartment it's gonna be it's gonna be uh difficult when i leave college after this year because you know it's kind of weird because like when you're in high school halloween almost kind of goes away a little bit because you're like oh little kids blah 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 but then you're in college and you're like, oh, my God, little, that was the best time of my life. I want to recapture that. And so yeah. e- everyone is just like costume parties. Yeah. And yeah. And like uh, my freshman year of college, they actually had trick-or-treaters come onto the dorms. Oh. It was really weird. Like trick-or-treaters came around the dorms with their with their parents. And um, <laughs> Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And Alone, it was kinda, they brought them in in vans, unmarked yeah, vans. Yeah, you want to come inside watch Bob's Burgers? But no, like it was. <laughs> and what was kind of magical is the kids, kind of like you were saying, you know, because you would think that a bunch of like twenty somethings or like I guess eighteen, nineteen year olds, because they were living on campus, that they would be like, oh, these little kids. But they were so freaking into it. Mm. Like some of the uh, like some of the sorority people made like caramel apples, you know. And so, like, you know, if they knocked on the door of, like, you know, the president of, like, Alpha Chi or something, they would just get, like, caramel apples. Oh, that's cool. And they would decorate, like, the living rooms of their dorms to look like haunted houses. You know, the the, the parts that the kids would see. The sad thing about the caramel apples, though, is that uh, none of those parents let their their kids eat those caramel apples. I guarantee it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but it, it, made, it made the sorority sisters feel good. Right. Yeah. It just – it bums me out because it's like, yeah, you can't, you can't give out handmade things. Kids – like, <laughs> parents will not let their kids eat those sure, yeah um, uh, and but. then yeah I'm, I'm still uh i haven't I, i've kind of I, I officially kicked off halloween this past saturday because um my friends my friends corinne and michelle hadn't seen hocus pocus right and yeah so we, we sat down and maybe drank too much wine and we just watched hocus pocus yeah you and, actually uh you made me go out and buy that because it's it's uh it's you were you were telling me about this the other day and yeah uh, and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I think it was just yesterday actually. But yeah, I went it? out, I went out to uh, Best Buy and it was like on sale for ten bucks on Blu-ray. So I'm gonna have to do, uh, I'm gonna have to set aside an afternoon and, and double feature Hocus Pocus and Casper. Oh, Casper! Yeah, that's a good one. It is a good one. It's a great Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah, and like Hocus Pocus is such a Halloween movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Totally. It's yeah. a movie of oh, it, sorry. I was just well. I was just I was just uh, talking about this like Halloween movie phenomenon because like I do a weekly movie night at my house with uh, with a bunch of my friends um, and we like you know like we we order pizza and watch a watch a movie and um, mm. every Saturday night and uh, this for the past like couple of weeks we've been doing you know Halloween movies 
And, you know, a lot of people were just like, oh, let's just watch a watch, watch a scary movie. And I'm like, that's ah, not that's not Halloween. Like you can't just watch a scary movie. You got to watch a Halloween movie. Like, Mm -hmm. and, and, and they're like, I don't understand what's the difference. And I'm like, like it takes place at Halloween. I'm like, not necessarily. It's just a certain spirit. It's a spirit that the movie has that not all movies have that. Um, and you know, like, like the first, and this is really weird, but you know, like the first movie we watched was like the evil dead remake, which, for whatever reason, feels more Halloween to me than, say, like a Friday the 13th or something. No, definitely. Uh, I remember last year, me and my uh, my old roommate, Hunter Kennedy, uh, we go, we, we, we love, we both love Halloween and we love movies. So we just went out to like the local, it's called Vintage Stock. And um, we bought just like every horror movie under the sun for like $3. And, yeah. and, and he was like, bro, movie a day. And I was like, bro, movie a day. And we just watched like a scary movie every night, like after, you know, like 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 after like after class, you know. Yeah. But we, I, you know, we would watch like classics, you know, like we would watch like House on a Haunted Hill, um, not that one. Um, one <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, we, you, I watched 31 movies that month, but I'm gonna I'm gonna mention one that we did not watch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, like I I, I I mean, like not the remake. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we didn't watch that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but we also watched, like, Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, yeah, that's and... a good one for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. We- weirdly, then... that one is a good one. It's There's something about the vibe of that one in particular. I would never watch any of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies or the Friday the 13th movies, but Freddy vs. Jason feels like a Halloween movie. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess because there's kind of, like, a camp to it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It needs that slight camp. Scott, have you seen uh, Have you seen Nightmare on Elm Street three Dream Warriors? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. That yeah. see to me, that's an exception. Maybe I, I love that one. Yeah, well, I mean, I do, I do love that one. I have the whole Nightmare on Elm Street. Set. Okay, so you know. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I do love that one, but I, it still doesn't feel like Halloween to me. But I think it's because it like it's like takes place in a mental hospital, and it's just. I don't know. That's a different sure. vibe for me. It's, Definitely, it's like a weird medical vibe. <laughs> um, at one point, I'm gonna have to go out and get uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah, I do need to go get that. That's another yeah. good one. Oh, I gotta put that on the list, dude. I just my favorite thing to do when the weather is like this around Halloween is I just like walk around campus listening to the Sleepy Hollow soundtrack because mm. it's just so atmospheric. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think next week. Uh, actually, speaking of Tim Burton, next week we're watching Beetlejuice. Oh, dude, yeah, we gotta watch that one. Yeah, was, uh, that's that's a great one. This week we watched Paranorman. Um, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, because oh, Paranorman. yeah, <laughs> Paranorman's great, and most of the people hadn't seen it. Um, so yeah, no, that's I yeah, Hunter took that one. Uh, I bought it on Blu-ray. Yeah, and he owns a PS3, so we just kind of like kind of just take Blu-rays, and I was like, yeah, good. Oh wow, Jerry, come on! All right. Um, yeah, so uh so so yeah, and then of course we're saving trick or treat for the last week. Oh, you got um, some. Yeah. Yeah, trick or treat. That's that's a good one. Um I remember they announced that sequel last year and then like it just nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, remember know. when uh remember when they announced like Hocus Pocus two but then it wasn't? It was just like a witch movie with uh, with Tina Fey. Yeah, and then and then nothing again. <laughs> like they announced that and you're like, oh, cool. Oh, 
less cool, but still cool because it's Tina Fey. And then, oh, no, no, now there's nothing. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, Scott, it's interesting. You and I over the years have often lamented that um, Hollywood doesn't put out any scary movies in October. Yeah. But I feel like this year they kind of are. Are they? I mean, well, I know Annabelle, but... Is that, a Ouija, is that a Ouija movie coming out in October? Oh, maybe it is. The Ouija they've, board. They've, they've been advertising it a lot, so I just assume it's coming out like, relatively soon. Yeah. I don't know when that comes out. I'm going to look it up. Um, I, you know, is that Does that look good? I haven't no, seen like a... It, it doesn't look good, but it looks like something like high schoolers can go see like on Saturday night right before Halloween. You know what I mean? Oh... Let me see. When does this come out? I know it's a Blumhouse movie, so I guess there is a certain like pedigree to it. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, October twenty fourth. So yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, right around the, that time. Week before. That's that's good. Yeah, um, it doesn't make any. It, I, it's so weird when like they have freaking like Frankenweenie and Paranorman come out like in August. Oh yeah, I hate that. It drives me nuts. What are you doing? You wouldn't. You wouldn't have like Fred Claus come out and well, actually Fred Claus did come out like right after Thanksgiving and it didn't do that well, right? Because it was like what? no, no, it came out like November 9th. Yeah, it came out like way before Thanksgiving. Like you don't. It's because they want. They they're thinking they're going to get an uptick mm-hmm. when they get to Christmas, and it never works that way. I don't know why they keep thinking they're going to do that. Unless you're like, unless you have like Frozen. Yeah. Well, like, but that's not. See, but that's not holiday centric so it's okay oh, I, I just I just mean like quality oh 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 yeah sure like if, if you have a mega hit it'll it'll play for like dude gardens of the galaxy is still playing in my theater yeah yeah mine too um no you put you put out a christmas movie uh the week after thanksgiving or like that friday or even on thanksgiving open it hmm. on thanksgiving because um, everyone knows black friday is the start of christmas season right exactly so that's i mean that's what you do you don't i don't know but I'm super strict. I actually have a rule where I won't listen to Christmas music until December 1st. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know I why. start Black Friday. I always start Black Friday. I know. I kind of end up starting on Black Friday just because I live on planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's against your will, but it happens. Yeah. Can I can I ask something kind of personal? Do you Do you have a song that once you hear it, you're like, okay, here we go. It's It's Christmas. Um, Good luck, Charlie. It's Christmas. I, th- uh, yes. I don't have. I can't. I. I think it's. Um. I think it's that. Uh. Is it? Is it the Jimmy World cover of? Uh, of. Uh, oh, Last Christmas. Oh, I, I actually actually haven't heard that one. Yeah, I think it, I think it's Jimmy World, That's but cool. I, but it's it's. Uh, I think it's them. I'm almost positive it's them. Um, it's really, really, honestly, it's it's just the OC, like the fourth volume of the OC soundtrack. Yeah, everyone the, has the, like the, yeah the Christmaca one. Like it's everything on that is it's like that's Christmas to me. That's awesome. So, it's a pretty cool yeah. Christmas. Yeah, it's it is it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good. It's a really good soundtrack. All all like seven or eight volumes of that soundtrack are really good. Man, with, with few exceptions. What man? I kind of went away, didn't it? Like a show, a show kind of being the vanguard of kind of alternative music. We don't really have that right now. Yeah, I think that was the last one. I mean, the OC ended like four years ago, so I guess in the scope of pop culture, that wasn't very long. But like, I don't know. I know like Gossip Girl would sometimes have like music, but it was always kind of like, oh, this is what plays at a Forever Twenty One, right? Yeah, I, I nothing. Well, nothing. Um, 
there hasn't been like a teen show that was like a cultural phenomenon since the OC. Well, you know why? Because we don't have any shows about teenagers anymore. Right. We have shows about vampires and superheroes and Right. There's no shows about uh teenagers because um I I honestly and th- this is this is this is absolutely what I 100% believe. I think that the OC struck a great balance between drama and like just teen stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And then uh Gossip Gossip Girl ruined everything. Like Gossip Girl ruined television for like teen drama. <laughs> what did the, Be- explain because it scaled up the drama to all of the teenagers have adult drama. Oh, uh, like assassinations and like right, right. So yeah. so it just ruined everything because like now they they can't just have teen problems. They have to have they have to be like you know yeah. robbing a bank or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever they do on Gossip Girl, Dan, we have um, to rob this bank if we're going. Yeah, to or or Blair's having wedding. like you know three ways. Um, and Dan, I want you to have stuff. a three way with me and Blair. Yeah, all all of these problems are just imagining it being presented to Dan by Chuck Bass. <laughs> um, Humanity yeah, was never so meant. I, to I think die. I think Gossip Girl ruined. I really do think Gossip Girl ruined uh, teen drama. Yeah forever not forever but for a really long time until like something else has something else has to break through the cement right and uh and but but it's going to take a while because it sort of has to allow itself the genre has to allow itself to reset sure like anything yeah like horror like comedy yeah to everything there is a season because i mean the last time i mean arguably like the last time that happened uh there were like lots of teen shows in the 80s and then they they, they it stopped and then it came back with Dawson's Creek, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then you know D- Dawson's Creek begat Everwood and Gilmore Girls, right? And then and then the OC and then uh, Gossip Girl. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, it's a it's a cycle. Um, but yeah, I do I do miss a good teen show. I miss, I, really a, I miss a good teen movie. Yeah, well, they still make those. They're just usually indies. Yeah, I know, but like, God, man, the spectacular now should have been like a huge mainstream hit. It should have been. It that uh, uh, what was that? What was that one movie with um, with uh, uh, Britt Robertson? The uh, oh, the first time. Yeah, the first time that should have been like, that should have been everywhere. Yeah. I don't know why it wasn't. PSA to our listeners: you should you you, you should go out and get the first time. On, oh, it's such a good movie. Just sight unseen. You should just pick that up. It's really good. Yeah, starring the homeboy from the Maze Runner. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah, the main guy, D- D- Dylan. Oh. Dylan o. He's really, he's really good in uh, in the first time, isn't he? From Teen Wolf, isn't that his? He, thing? he is. He is. He is one of the Teen Wolves. Okay, and I've actually heard that show isn't bad. I've actually heard it's pretty fun. Um, and I've I, heard that too. I just don't have the time to watch it. Yeah, it's like freaking four years old already. Yeah, yeah, I don't have time to watch four seasons of a show that I'm not sure about. <laughs> I'd hate to like get through like six episodes and then just be like, okay, I really don't really like this. <laughs> um, it's all over the Tumblr that the kids are so crazy about. So like, I, yeah. kind of, I feel like I'm getting it anyway. Like, oh well, these two are gay. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they're not even gay, but this is just edited to look like they're gay because <laughs> Tumblr wants them to be gay yes. desperately. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I guess the Vault in Our Stars was. I don't know. For all we know, the Fault in Our Stars could kind of like be the OC of at the multiplex. Uh, I don't think that doesn't count because the Fault in Our Stars is a book adaptation. Sure, that's true, that's and a, it's that's also a whole I don't, different thing. 
Uh, and I, I could definitely see the studios being like, oh, what we should take away from this is we enjoy watching teenagers die. Because <laughs> like, right well, after- I, th- I think I think what they got out of it is, uh, oh, uh, John Green's the next Nicholas Sparks. That's what they got out of it. Oh man, Scott. Um, me, me and two, me and some friends went to go see Gone Girl last night. Um, yeah, terrific movie. Finally got to see it. Um, yeah, you know, you know that thing where you are talking to a friend and um, you know, you're like, oh, this movie, and your friend's like, oh yeah, I want to see that, and you're like, yes, we should make a verbal agreement to see that together. And then as soon as you say that, you're like, I am never going to see this movie now. Oh. Oh be- yeah, because of like I, I I don't I don't think I've ever done that, but okay. Oh no no, you know the thing where you're like crap, because then as soon as you have time to see it, that person doesn't. Right. And like it's timing and schedules, you know. Okay, sure. And it anyway, yeah, that 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 happens to me sometimes where it's like, it's like oh, is, is that what happened to you with Gone Girl or? Yeah yeah, where it's just like oh no, like this person can't see it, and I can't see it without that person. I said that we would see it together, and you know then we have to wait. Oh, I see. But so yeah. that's, that's why it took you a while. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, and so we were, um, there was a trailer for um, the new, I didn't even know, but there's a, there's a, you know there's a new Nicholas Sparks movie coming out? Yeah. In like two weeks? Yeah. And it looks like, like my, like my friend turned to me and she was like, that looks like a parody of Nicholas Sparks movies. Yeah, it does. It it does, and it makes me sad because like I like the two actors in it a lot. Yeah, and like I'm like, oh, I wish this was gonna be your breakout movie, and this should be your breakout movie logically because it's a Nicholas Sparks movie. But it just, it look it looks like a cheap knockoff of like The Notebook and The Last Kiss and The Lucky One and A Walk to Remember and Dear John. Well, it's a it's a it's a parody of itself because you know people have pointed out they've made that that joke that thing of like white people almost kissing yeah you know and you look at the poster and it's like it's like okay we're past the point where that has become a thing where people call nicholas sparks movies white people almost kissing and you put out a poster that is literally white people almost kissing after that has become a phenomenon like at that point like are you just that not self-aware like really yeah no it's 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 kind of it's almost kind of admirable yeah. In that sense of like, well, this is the way we've always done it, and we're going to keep doing it. I wonder if – is it all the same uh, production company that's making these movies? I hope it's just, I hope it's just one, like, 58-year-old guy. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, uh, John, we got the new uh, we got the new uh, Nicholas Sparks movie coming out. Who's in it? Uh, it's uh, James Marsden from Enchanted uh, X-Men and Michelle Monaghan from uh, – Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. <laughs> oh, man. That makes me so sad. And you just Photoshop something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. There we go. That's close. <laughs> From the author of, well, what was the last two? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it bums me. I, 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 I do. I, uh, I just, oh, God, the whole Nicholas Sparks phenomenon really bums me out. But I, I do, I have to respect them for never calling the movies like Nicholas Sparks's. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This, true. um, so uh, at least they never went there. That's something. It's I always guess. just like the blankety blank, right? The blankety blank. Except Knights in Rodantha, which is like weirdly theatrical and like epic. Yeah, it does. It does sound that way. Knights in Rodantha. God, my mom was obsessed with that book. <clears throat> 
Well, I think it's like one of the only ones that he wrote that doesn't isn't about young people. Yeah, yeah, they're both kind of about people kind of um, further along on their on their trail to death, which is a <laughs> weird way to say that they're old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's but it, but you know, I think I think uh, John Green. I think that's what's going to happen. Is that he's he's sort of the new. Uh, I can't. The new Nicholas Sparks because he's got uh what is it Paper Towns Paper Towns coming, coming out next year next summer yeah next summer is uh, Paper Towns I can't wait to walk into a theater and it's just Nat Wolf and the girl lying on the grass like one's upside down yeah <laughs> Paper Towns I'm sure they're they're lying on a map yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're on a map now <laughs> little dude I'm calling it I'm calling it I'm calling it have you seen the book cover. Yeah, it's like a it's like a map with like pins in it or something. I, right? I, dude, the pins are gonna form a fucking heart. Oh, probably paper towns, paper towns. Yeah, it'll be like a map of the country with like the pins forming a heart. Yeah, Papa towns. Yeah, Papa that's a bummer. Papa that just bums me out just thinking about it. No, but you know what? On the bright side, John Green is establishing. You know, because like you know, Scott, tell who 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 directed the lucky one. You know what I mean? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, but like. You know, uh, I was a big fan of what Josh Boone did with Fault in Our Stars. I actually think that's a genuinely, like, solid movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it was definitely emotionally effective when I saw it. Um, you know, Shailen Woodley was really good, and Ansel Elgort was actually, like, genuinely good, and I'm just like, oh, he's hot good. Mm-hmm. Um, and friggin', did you hear who's directing Paper Towns? Uh, no. The guy that directed Robot and Frank. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. He's like he's he's actively and you know John Green's executive producing this. I think he's actually writing the screenplay. No, no, no. It's being written by the people that wrote uh, Fault in Our Stars. But yeah, um, yeah, that's right. I knew that. Yeah. But I like that Those he's five hundred days of summer guys. Yeah, but I actually really like that he's he. I don't know how much he has to do with this, but I imagine he has some approval. I like that he is or they are seeking out indie talent. Yeah, and, 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 I do. I do like that, and not lot. and not even like crossover indie talent, but like people whose movies maybe didn't cross over as much as they should have. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that John Green was like, "Oh, I saw this Robot and Frank movie, and it was really good, and it wasn't as popular, but I really like this guy." And so he, now he gets a hit, basically. And now like Josh yeah. Boone gets to direct the stand. Yeah, I love that he's doing that. Like, I, I just, I, I was really impressed with his direction on Fault in Our Stars. Um, because they could have just gotten anybody to mm-hmm. do that, uh, and and it would have been a hit, like yeah. literally just anybody. Um, but I, uh, Werner Herzog, yeah, <laughs> that would have been weird. Yeah, um, uh, but yeah, so I, I I like that. I'm not convinced the Paper Towns will be a hit though. It's uh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite of his books. Uh, yeah, but uh, it wasn't. It's not like a hit, like. Faults in Our Stars, like Faults in Our Stars was a phenomenon. phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I don't, I don't know if Nat Wolf, but then again, Ansel Elgort was kind of, I don't know. Well, it's, I'm, I'm very interested to see how it does. Because mm-hmm. if it, if it, if it looks, if they market it correctly, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I think the marketing is going to be the biggest, uh, like the most important part of, of uh, making that. They should, but you know, if they they should like splice up the trailer with footage of like Shailene Woodley, 
They should just they should just do what Pixar does and just like make half the first trailer like scenes from their previous movies. You fell in love with the fault in our stars. <laughs> Paper Towns, July twelfth. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that works. Um, Definitely. Anyway, and then we're getting looking for Alaska, directed by. Um, oh God, her name just gave me, but it's the woman that directed Take This Waltz. Oh, I didn't know that that was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they snatched up that one too. Who's writing that one? Um, I think I think that woman is the the director. I can't remember her name. She's really good. Uh, Sarah Polly. Oh, that's right. I did. I do remember that. Okay, yeah. I I I what. Whenever I think of Sarah Polly, I'm just like, oh, uh, Dawn of the Dead, Sarah Polly. Yeah, Dawn, Dawn, Dawn of the Dead fame. <laughs> Director of like really intimate, naked human dramas and mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently, um, going back to the OC, Josh Schwartz was going to write and direct, uh, uh, was going to write and direct Looking for Alaska. Yeah, like back um, in the day. Yeah, until very recently, um, where, where Sarah Polly took over. So. Uh, that's interesting. Remember when uh, Josh Schwartz was going to do X Men First Class? That's right. Mm-hmm. I'd still, I'd still, I'd still very curious to see what like. I would have been very curious to know what that would have looked like. It'd be cool if they gave him the X Men show, the TV show. Yeah, dude, man, Josh Schwartz was such a kind of an inspirational figure when I was a, when I was a teenager. Oh, from from I mean, it, he was an inspirational figure for me in my twenties. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And yeah, uh, the he, guy was running a show at like twenty five or something like yeah, that. It just, was insane. He's one of those dudes where you kind of memorize his life story. Yeah, <laughs> and you're kind of like, okay, Josh Schwartz was doing this by the time you know what I mean. Yeah, Josh Schwartz. Uh, I mean, like his shows or not, he's somebody to look up to. That guy's nuts. And um, he kind of he kind of fell off the map a little bit. Yeah, I think part of that is because he directed that shitty movie last last year, that that bad Nickelodeon oh, Halloween movie. That broke my heart. Yeah, because yeah. Josh Schwartz, going back to it, Josh Schwartz writing and directing a Halloween movie for teens, like that's like our sweet spot. Yeah, and then it turns out it's not for teens; it's for tweens, and it was really bad. Yeah, um, like not even it wasn't like a good tween movie. It was like it was like a it was like a Nickelodeon TV show script on on a like a ten million dollar budget. Um, and it was just bad. It was really bad and cheesy and bad. I, I remember I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to watch this. And I couldn't even make it through it. Oh man. Yeah. It was, it was, I think I got like 20 minutes in and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I got to turn this off. What was it called? Like, like candy, candy girl or trick? Uh, fun size. Fun size. <laughs> yeah. Um, fun size. Because <laughs> that's it, not Candy Girl is not the title, but it reminded me of what the title actually was. <laughs> so <laughs> weirdly, because I was like Candy, yeah, it had something to do with Candy. Oh, fun size, that's yeah. right. Oh, um, man. Yeah, because like a, is, is Heart of Dixie bummer. still on? Yeah, because that's him. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Heart of Dixie and what else does he have going? He had the Carrie Diaries. Yeah, he did have Carrie. Di- I loved Carrie Diaries. I don't care. It was so good. I need to watch it. <laughs> oh God, ago. you would have loved that show. I know. I kept trying to get you to watch it, and you never would. <laughs> Not uh, out of like, bleh, but just out of like time. Yeah, yeah. And then it was gone. Yeah, you know, it only had like two half seasons. Oh, um, good. So maybe one, maybe one blustery winter eve, I'll just like watch it. Yeah, I mean you you would love it and it does uh it does luckily like tell a whole story, so that's something. Good. Um 
Although it says that he only executive produced for 17 episodes. Interesting. So I wonder if he like left the show at some point. That's weird. He's apparently doing that Astronaut Wives Club. Okay. <laughs> do you know about that? <laughs> I, I don't, but I already do because oh. I mean, just by saying that. Oh, it's uh, it's like it's about uh, it's like it's like a it takes place in the sixties, and it's about like the wives that are the, the astronauts, the like living on the base, like while they're waiting for their husbands to come back. Interesting. I don't know. It's got it's got uh, Yvonne Stravatsky in it. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of Josh Schwartz. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot that was him too, Chuck. <laughs> um, yeah, S- yeah. Supposed to be Adam Brody. Right. Oh, so supposed to be Adam Brody. Um, I mean, it, granted, the character came to, into its own, but when you watch that pilot, you're like, oh, boy, was this supposed to be Adam Brody? <laughs> Man, Adam Brody, again, is another dude that I was at a very weirdly personal stake in when I was when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, this is my guy. He's going to do it. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody the other day about, about Adam Brody and how I was really – I'm really bummed about uh, the fact that he uh, – you know, he left the OC and everyone was like, here, this guy's going to be the leading man. Like he's going to be, he's the breakout star of the OC. And then he just got like bit parts in Mr. and Mrs. Smith and like a kind of a co-lead in that, uh, Jennifer's body movie. And then, and then he was, he had that, like that bit part in scream four and like, that's it. Like that's, that's all he had going for him. He got like a couple of lead roles in like smaller movies, but like that's, that's it. Now he's just doing indies, yeah. and nothing else. And it's just like, Oh man, it's weird to think that on that show, like the breakout star of the OC ended up being, uh, 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 Ben McKenzie. Yeah. Ben McKenzie. Know? Currently Jim Gordon. Right, because he he got Jim Gordon, and before that he was on he was like the star of that Southland show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like that's the that's a guy who has a good agent because that agent was just like you're not a movie guy, just stick with TV and you're going to be a star on TV. <laughs> and he was like, okay. okay. And w- meanwhile, meanwhile, like Adam Brody's agent and and uh, uh, Misha was, Barton, yeah, Misha Barton, that's right. Misha Barton's agents were both just like, no, 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 you you're going to be a star, like go for it. Get get the movie roles and and, and it didn't happen. In the land of women, do it. Yeah, <laughs> I love in the land of women. I do too, but it's it's funny that you know that was supposed to be a star vehicle for him, and then it ended up being like Kristen Stewart who became the huge star, like the huge bankable star. Mm-hmm. Um, bankable Scott. Bankable, yeah. Well, it was like uh, it was uh, it was uh, Max Landis who was talking about like how stars need to be bankable and there are like there are like three bankable female stars currently um jennifer lawrence yeah it's like jennifer lawrence it's uh kristen stewart and it's um meryl streep no not meryl streep because meryl streep will get a movie made but not like a big budget movie um god what was, god, what was would, the other I would, one i would watch uh, i would watch that so hard. scarlett johansson scarlett, scarlett johansson's yeah. the other one um, but God. yeah, so like I, and, and he's like, and that's it. Like, if you don't have one of them, like you're not getting your movie made. And I was like, oh, that's such a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, cause he was like talking about how he has a, uh, a, a script at universal called villains. That's about, um, this, uh, this like young, uh, young woman who learns that her father was like a super villain and, uh, and they won't make it because, they they'll only make it if they can get somebody like Jennifer Lawrence attached to it. 
And it's like, oh, that's such a bummer. Because well, it sounds like a cool movie, and there's so many actresses that would be probably great for it, but they none won't. None of them can open. Yeah, none of them can open the budget that that uh, that movie would need. Shailene so. Woodley? I don't think so. I don't know, dude. After like after Divergent and we'll see how the sequel goes. And you know, Fult, Fult and Astaire. Yeah, um, I mean that, but that's the thing is like those both had built-in audiences. We got to see how she does on something that isn't that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's that that whole thing, that whole phenomenon, the whole bankable star thing, is like just a part of like the movie industry that I just look at. And I just go, uh, that's that's the nightmare. Is that part? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's you know, why, like, that's why David Fincher couldn't make Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. Right, right, that's right. Um, God, what a bummer. Yeah, yeah. You always forget about that part <laughs> of the, of the situation out there. But hey, hopefully in twenty fifteen we'll see like American Ultra and um, me, him, her. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like all of his movies that he's been. <laughs> He's been getting made. What I is guess it? they started shooting his fourth film. Yeah, the one uh, with Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Mister Mister Wright or something. Yeah, yeah. But read, I don't know if that comes out next year. That might come out in 2016. Did you read his? Um, were you reading his Super Mario World? Yeah, <laughs> that was great. It was really great. Um, I was kind of I was weirdly jealous of it because I was like, man, I wish I. I but I, I I'm I'm weirdly jealous of the fact that like he wrote like a 500 page script. <laughs> um. As as dumb as it is, you know, because it's just Super Mario World or whatever. But, yeah. uh, but I'm I'm oddly jealous that that he did that. But then I I have to remind myself that he's manic depressive and he was probably manic when he wrote it. So sure, yeah. To every, <laughs> so I'm to, like, to, oh to, yeah, he has an illness. That's why he to, was a, able to, do to everything that. there is a price. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking uh, of manically writing, <laughs> I don't think that that's what we're gonna do. But we'll, let's go work on a thing. Uh, I heard you talking to 